Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Weekly Dish. My name is Stephanie March. I'm the food and dining editor at Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine and a co-host of the Weekly Dish. Today, I'm being joined by Ms. Meredith Thies. Hello. And we are live out at the Minnesota State Fair. We are so grateful to be out here. We have a quick hour uh, of show. We're, do- we're doing a short show today uh, because Allie and Harmony are back and they're going to be doing the Shop Girls right after us. Oh, that's exciting. That's going to be very exciting. And we are, uh, so we're just here and we're hanging out. And we're at the beautiful new MyTalk booth, if you guys want to stop by. It does look a little gray, but I'm going to tell you, it's going to burn off. I think it's going to be good. And this new booth is gorgeous. Isn't this so gorgeous? This is such good a wonderful... Grief, it's lovely. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out, you guys who are sitting in the audience, yeah, everybody. Hello. We want to say hey to everybody who's already here. <laughs> Cop it a squat. You know, we also have the lactation station, just to let you guys know, for the moms, the new moms. I'm not saying you have to go, anybody in the audience, but I'm just saying... <laughs> you don't have to lactate. You don't have to lactate. If you do lactate... There you go. We've got a lovely spot for you. Is That's the point? Right. This That's is right. The truth. And I want to congratulate you. Today. Yes. For this is day, day 10. ten. Day ten of the state fair for Stephanie March. And let me just say that for Stephanie March, the state fair is a different <laughs> experience than it is for most of us. It is. And it is. it's grueling and wonderful. It is. It's a gift and a curse, it's really. A- it's a a slap and a kiss it is it is and i'm gonna take that every day and every kind every way go that's right i know we are uh we are so happy to be able to like be out here and do stuff i just want to give a chris a big shout out to oops who's our sponsor for today oh i think it's the walk to end alzheimer's who is bringing us today's state fair broadcast so i just wanted to give them a shout out well absolutely that's a very good thing it's a good thing yeah so okay meredith now you have uh when you came out here last Friday. We were at the KSTP it's, booth, and we gave you a little wave because yes. we were all out there. I was enjoying a pork chop on a stick you when were. you were, you were. <laughs> waving at me. Um, how has your State Fair experience been? So it's been uh, so different than yours, yes. uh, but lovely in its own way. The State Fair, I'm not from here, for all of you out there. I'm not a um, home, homegrown Minnesotan, but I am working on the paperwork, and I feel like I'm going to You haven't gotten your Minnesota card yet? <laughs> is, it, is it in the mail? It's, I've lived here for 10 years, almost. Oh. I, I'm sure it's in the mail now. I'm going to start giving out Minnesota cards, I, I know, think, to people a, who I think have a have a, the proper way of saying, oh. Exactly. And any, of a, any OPEs, any OPEs are going to get a Minnesota card for All sure. All right. Well, I could do that. Okay. I could do that. But um, but for those of you that are, are from here, or not from here, rather, it's, this Minnesota State Fair is, is, is an experience. And yeah. I've been here many times in the last 10 years, but, um, but it is just the most incredible State Fair. And I'm good pals with the people that run the Blue Ribbon um, contest, yeah. and they do it all over the country and they agree that this is the best state fair in the country we like being it the is best. we like having a blue ribbon for our blue ribbons it's lovely so i only got one day here this year as opposed to you here every day Ten all days. day 24 7 just has a cot in the back <laughs> and um it's not that bad <laughs> but close yeah and I just enjoyed the heck out of it. Even though it was the Saturday that had broke attendance, it was really, really, really busy. But I started out with a pork chop on a stick. Yeah. And I'd never had that before. Oh. So that was, so that was a new experience. It was new. And let me tell you, the, yeah. the, the oldies are good. Classics are <laughs> classics, classics for a reason. Are. Right? It, and, and it is worthwhile. But then I had this other, like, turn on the state fair experience and started eating things that are not state fair foods like a heirloom tomato blt right like right. you just don't expect to get that at the state fair right but why don't you think about that i know i know it's everything that the state fair should be about it's got bacon yeah it's got it's like you say it's in august yes 
tomatoes are a thing. It was beautiful. Corn was in there. There was some corn relish or something yep. jam some in there. spicy corn relish. I always want that now on my BLTs. I know. How do we go without that now? And now I'm going to make it and always have it in my refrigerator. And, um, and yeah, no, I really enjoyed that. And then later on, I had a grilled peach with yeah. goat cheese. Okay, again, what a strange... We've we've sort of we've sort of turned a little bit I feel like I feel like there's I mean I'm not saying there's no such thing as fried food here anymore and nor will that ever change not on my watch is what I'm saying so we get here a little bit early today for this show and I'm like I gotta I'm sorry but I gotta get me a corn dog because (laughs) (laughs) that's the state fair experience and I went right over here and got a corn dog and I was happy with that it was very happy although the BLTs and the grilled peaches are great let's have a moment for Meredith to weigh in on the the controversy last weekend we had a lot we did a lot talking about corn dog versus prano pub okay yeah and you you get to weigh in. What is your feeling? Are you a corn dog or are you a prono pup? Oh no, I'm a corn dog, and I know that that prono pups are are you know seriously beloved here. Minnesota to the core. I do love a corn dog because I like the sweet, salty, you know, yeah. contrast. Yeah. So I know that a lot of people think the corn dogs are a little too sweet, but to me, that's the good bit as long as the hot dog is salty. Oh. So okay. the the hot dog has yeah. to have a lot of flavor, and then. But I'm I'm still looking for the great corn dog here at the Minnesota State Fair. I'm still in search of a really really good one. And you guys know where where I'm going to send her, right? To that place. It's a little. It's called the Sweet Corn. The Sweet Corn Corn Dogs over by. It's by the Marines, so it's great because you can just go hoorah. Yeah. But it's over right in <laughs> okay. front of the 4-H building. All right, I'm going to go. And it's got a Polish sausage in the corn dog. It's a corn see? dog batter on a Polish sausage. Which if you're going to we we're always talking about batter. Why aren't we talking about the 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 dog grade. That's right. Grade of dog That's, uh, is the, also important. It's critical. The and, pup. And most days of my life, I think two corn dogs in one day seems excessive, but not here at the fair. The fair has special rules. Because why? Vacation, everybody. It we are here right. and we are on vacation <laughs> when we are here at That's the state right. fair. I don't care if you're also working later that day. When you enter the grounds, you are on vacation. And there's no judgment here no. at the State Fair. No, there's no judgment at all. It mustard all over your face. You're carrying a 15-inch, you know, corn dog around. Yeah. It's okay. It's all good. That's is all what it good. Is. Um, you know, can I ask you, I'm also going to ask you to come down, way down on, oh, actually, how about the audience? Let's take a quick poll, you guys. Who here is Camp Corn Dog? Raise your hands. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Uh-oh. Who here is Camp Pronto Pup? <laughs> I see some shaking heads. Okay. There we, go. we have a. I mean, we've, we've got a light. Both. Both. Thank you. Like, okay. why are you making how me very, choose? How I very know. Minnesotan of you. Right now, we're leaning toward corn dog. But what I'm saying is, we've got a light audience here. We're gonna pull you guys, and we're gonna pull anybody else who comes and sits down as well. Yes. Um. The other thing, I just want you to know the the record attendance for a Saturday is two hundred and sixty thousand three hundred seventy four people. That was on uh, that was 2016. Last Saturday, the attendance was 222,000. Now, I, I thought we broke the attendance record no. last Saturday. No, for a Saturday. Oh, for the first Saturday. Okay. They do them by the day. So the first Saturday, the attendance record okay. was broken, and it was... Um, and it was two. It was set in 1998 at 202,000. The second Saturday, the record is 260,000, set in 2016. Okay. I'm just saying. I think we can beat it. I'm Today? just saying that we've already had this this fair. You guys, as I'm looking at the grid, 
one, two, three, four record-setting days. It's extraordinary. And so I feel like today, I feel like today we can make it work. I think we can. I think we can. Um, last Saturday, though, two hundred and twenty-two thousand <laughs> felt like a whole lot of people. It, it was real busy, so guys. It was 40, real busy. Thousand more is going to be a lot. I feel like I might have stepped on one hundred and twelve thousand people's toes, toes during that day. Well, you are or, a tall woman. Yeah. <laughs> Don't mess with me. <laughs> you can make it through the crowd, whereas I'm at like belly buttons and belt buckles, and I'm like trying to weave, right. bob and weave, and try to Just get through. Stick with me. I'm like a beacon. You can always find me. I. <laughs> you know what? So here's a funny thing. There's something very Minnesotan. We again, I love to break it down. Things I've noticed over the ten days of living here is that we all do as we're walking. Either there's the people who are kind of clueless and looking around, and you know, you know, those are going to bump into you, and you're going to bump into them. Yep. But then there's more of the directed Minnesotans. We definitely try to move. We try to like, you know, shift if sure. someone's coming at us, and we all sure. kind of do this. Well, I have a teenager who was in my pack on Thursday, and uh, Henry, and he's sort of a he's sort of a light guy. You know, he's yeah. a tall but very willowy dude. Uh-huh. And I was telling him, I think you. Need to bulk up and just walk straight, walk right. tall. You got to be all, all elbows out. Yeah, and elbows he, out. So he, so I said, let's practice this. Let's don't move, no hesitation. You walk your line, and I said, <laughs> let's just see how it works. Dude parted families, like not in a wow. mean way. It wow. was nothing. He did not touch anybody. But the fact that it he's just like straight <laughs> and he walked his line. He didn't move, and everybody moved for him. <laughs> it was really bizarre. It Parting was like the Red Sea. Like he would be just. Uh, he didn't. It wasn't like he was even looking or making kind of. He just walked straight, and everybody just made their adjustments around Figured him. Figured it out. Yeah. It was funny. It's human nature, isn't it? I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of like gamesmanship out here there on is. the streets. There really the, is of the fair. And and who's going to swerve and who's not? It's a game of chicken. It is a it is a game of chicken. It is. And then and then the the ultimate uh, the ultimate winners, of course, the cows that are walking to competition. Oh, you know, yes. and like the horses and everything else. Oh, You're like yes. make a wide circle around that. Okay. Last Saturday, I saw something I'd never seen before. I went into the horse barn. Yeah. And I saw the largest animals on the face of the earth. Have you guys seen those draft horses? I mean, yeah. Clydesdales, but there are even bigger ones out there. And and they 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 judge by hands, you know, like on their front shoulders. Uh, a horse is 19 hands tall or whatever. Yeah, that's a lot of hands. Those those if they step on your toes, those that would your toes would be done. Done. That's done. Just amputate that's just an amputation. One hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh, super impressive. I know. Well, you guys, we're gonna take a quick break. It is FFA Day today at the fair the future farmers of america day so ah. there's a lot of livestock competitions if you want to go check those out there's tons of stuff goats horses cows Things all being birth yeah lots of stuff to see today so definitely check that out it's also aarp day at dan patch park <laughs> which you know might be important to me in a couple of years we'll see <laughs> we're going to take a quick break you guys and then uh, we'll be right back you're listening to the weekly dish on my talk 1071 Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. I'm Stephanie March. I'm here with Meredith Dietz today. Yes. And we are broadcasting live at the State Fair. Woohoo! Thanks for joining us, everybody who's hanging out. I'm just so having a, a great day 10 so far at the State Fair. Can't believe it. I feel like, look at the sun is starting to break, the clouds are clearing. Looks like it's, it's going to be, be a great eating day. It's a beautiful day. It's a great day to eat, I got to be honest. So, I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about something that happened to me yesterday. I was uh, approached by the Today Show, <laughs> the NBC Today Show, and asked if I would help take Harry Smith around the fair. And I was like, um, oh yeah. Wow. <laughs> so I was lucky enough. Those guys, are very, Harry was very excited about coming to the Minnesota <laughs> State Fair and, and kind of learning about 
just the food aspect and like the varied amounts of food, the kinds of things that people eat. And I got to say, we, we, we walked around and taped this segment that should air on the Today Show, I think, next, either next Sunday or the Sunday after. That's very exciting. But it was, you guys, let me just tell you about what it's like to take someone. I mean, obviously, it's like to take someone who, you know, a newbie. If you bring someone new to the fair, yes. you know, you get to introduce them to stuff. But someone yes. who is like a journalist really looking for those stories that was such an interesting thing. Well, you know, I mean, the state fair, by the way, in Minnesota is, is you know, in, on everybody's mind. Apparently, it's being covered all over the country. So that's right. thrilling that Harry came here right. to do that. And he must have lost my number. I mean, clearly, clearly, it. I know. But, but I'm dying to hear about your experience with him. Well, so, and, you know, we kind of set it up. And his producer, Jen, who was just this lovely woman, and she's, uh, she just said, you know, we're, you know, let's have a general plan. Here's some of the kind of things we kind of want to look at. But then also, you know, understand that we're going to wander a little bit. Right. And I was like, that right. sounds great to me. That's the perfect idea because to me, that's how you find the charm, right? Right. So we started off at, so I met them up and we started off at Grilled Peaches and right away, because I thought, As let's set the tone in the weird, in like the way that you, let's just put you off center yeah, right away. That will throw you off at a state fair. We've because, already talked yeah, about that. Yeah. Because you're really thinking fried, you know, yeah. corn, dogs corn dogs and, you know, fried, deep fried things. Right. And then the fact that the grilled peach was such a singular taste this year yes. is so different from anything else on the fair. I yes. thought that that was a worthy thing. And he was sort of like, wow, this is this is very interesting. Yeah, I bet. So here's the fun part. So we were about to go to um, the... So my plan was then to go to Ballpark Cafe and talk about craft beers and how that has become a thing at the fair that right. hasn't normally been. Right. But on the way, he kind of gets captivated by the fudge puppy stand. <laughs> the fudge puppies. Well. Which are waffles on a stick, dipped in dipped in chocolate, chocolate. then covered in whipped cream and sprinkles. Not That's one of my top gets, so I didn't have that on the list, right? But it didn't matter. He basically was walking by, and he was like, hey, what's this? And he kind of popped in. He ended up chatting with the owner. She was captivating. <laughs> she was everything a TV person would want. Wow. She was... You know, informative and friendly, and she had her shtick down, but it was real, it was authentic. Yeah. And she actually even got the entire Fudge Puppy stand to sing a song. Really? Oh, okay. What song did they sing? They have a Fudge Puppy song. There is a Fudge So I feel like if you guys are up for Fudge Puppies today, you should go and say, I hear there's a song. Oh, yeah. You got to get the song. <laughs> Especially because it's basically there was two moms and their teenage sons working the booth. Oh, that's great. And, you know, making the teenage son sing the Fudge Puppy song was gold. Oh, it was were gold. They, they were They were in it. They sang it, but they did not make eye contact while they were singing. <laughs> and I was like, that is beautiful. That's perfection. This is what you got to do. Right. This is when you're working for your mom that's at the Fudge Puppy. <laughs> <laughs> it was State Fair Gold. So then we went to the Ballpark Cafe. We talked with Danny and Dave, and those guys were on with us last weekend. Well, Danny was on with us last yeah. weekend. Uh-huh. And, you know, he tried the mini donut beer, and he was kind of incredulous about it. And then it was, and it, but of course, wins you over every time. You're like, it tastes like a donut. Tastes like a mini donut. But did he? But so he grew to love it, or he, he no? Or yeah, right away he was like, "This is great. This is crazy good." Wow. Yep, the mini donut beer. Wow. Okay. Yep. All right. So then we popped over to uh, we popped over to Prano Pop, and I'm not going to tell you how he weighed in on that. I'm in the Prano Pop corn dog situation. I'm, that one I'm going to save for the when you guys will have to tune in and watch it because okay. I think that's a good moment yeah. to hold. But then from there we went to um, Hamlin Dining Hall. You guys, there was a lot of pictures of him in the back with. Uh, the beautiful and wonderful 88-year-old uh, woman. So uh, it's such a slice of Minnesota. It really was. Oh my gosh, what a great, what a great snapshot that would have been for him. 
<laughs> it was great. Well, and not only that, but let's, I mean, truthfully, the Hamlin Dining Hall, I know we've talked about them before, but I think that they're one of, like, the Midway Men's Club and, like, the Salem Lutheran Church over right. here. We don't have, we used to have many of those type of places on the grounds, and we really only have those three left. Right, right. And to me, Places those- where you can sit down. Yeah, and- yes. And have this kind of Minnesota experience. Right. And also places that are giving away their entire... They're run by volunteers. Right. They're entirely run by volunteers. That's right. Their net profits go to charity. The Sheridan story is their benefactor. Oh. And to me, such that's... Such a good one. It's feeding yeah. kids, yeah. you know? And, you know, hungry right. kids during the school year and giving them backpacks full of food. Absolutely. I mean, that's... When I say go eat Swedish meatballs, wild rice Swedish meatballs over there, you're actually doing a lot more than just eating Swedish that's meatballs. Right. But so we're there, and everybody is just sort of agog about him as he's walking in. And the, But the best part, you guys, we were joking about, he was talking about how his demographic was, <laughs> you know, skewed a little on the other end, you know? He's like, I'm not one of those Instagram kids. But what we're saying, the funny thing is, like, he walked in, and those kids were all, like, flowing around him. And they, really? And I think they knew who he was? They did. Wow. And I think it's because they're there with their grandparents, right. too, working. A lot of the kids there are, have, they're all volunteer. Right. And uh, what Mark, uh, the guy who kind of runs the places and in charge, talked about radical hospitality at Hamlin Dining Hall. <laughs> and I love this idea. He's like, it's intentional that we have someone who's 88 years old in the back, and she's working with 12-year-olds. This is an intentional thing because this is about learning from each other and understanding and getting perspective and experience and and I'm just I'm there's so much to be gained from that there's so much to be gained from that such a moment that we don't get to find and we don't get to experience it firsthand right because we're in our restaurant world or we're you know we don't see that as often so I think we're gonna see more of it because I feel like people are turning they're looking for that kind of a thing but it was a magical moment and I mean of course you know he one of the best things about Harry was that he he was approached by, I mean, hundreds of people throughout the day. And, and he took a lovely, genuine picture with every single one of them who asked. He had no moments of like, no, 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 we got to move on. And then he was So he's stopped. exactly what you think he is. Yeah. Because yeah. that's how he comes off. Yeah, I kind of loved him. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> I, would, I would have enjoyed that as well. Yeah. Darn it. So we moved on from there. We went down. This was another moment. We were heading towards, uh, I think we were heading towards Sweet Martha's. Uh, but before that, we had stopped at... Oh, we were heading toward the corn roast. But before that, we stopped at a place called the Big Fat Bacon. You guys know what that one is? Oh, yeah. The candy bacon. You cannot walk here without, without smelling it. When you, yeah, you're like, oh, where's that candy bacon? Yeah. But that was also not scheduled on our stop. That's a th- place that I take for granted. Sure. Because I'm like, you know, bacon on a stick. I'm so jaded <laughs> that bacon on a stick does not shock me at all anymore. No, it doesn't nothing even on give a me- stick shocks you anymore. No. And he was so like, what? And so we stopped there chatted the guys up and uh it was a it was a great moment these two kids were sitting there eating it and they the photographer got some great shots of them it was wonderful there are a million stories at the fair there are a million million. stories every one of these booths has a story to tell yeah you know some more interesting and (laughs) cleaner than others than others but you know all good but the one i want to tell you about the best is that so we get to so here's the thing then and then i'm gonna you're gonna have to watch the show to hear the rest but the funny thing was, he's so I've had all these stops plotted, right? I mean, yeah. like Sweet Martha's, we're going to go to the church dining hall. Right. And I was like, we have to go to the corn roast. And there's a place, a couple places where they were like, well, we don't have to do this, we don't have to do this. And he's like, you know, do we really need to stop at the corn roast? And I was like, um, we do. Yeah, kind of. He's like, really? <laughs> it's just corn? I'm like, I know. I'm like, but it's Minnesota sweet corn, and you don't, like, you don't get it until you get it, yeah. you know? And so we go there, and we're waiting for uh, Brad, you know, who's the guy who owns the sweet corn booth. 
And we're kind of sitting there. And this woman offers him a bite of hers because we're waiting for the corn to come. And she's from Florida and she's all, she loves it. She's like, you've got to try this sweet corn. And he, she's like, this is the greatest. But it, her cob is cold. Uh, okay. And she gives him a bite. And he takes a bite because he he's a, takes he's a, a bite? He's a man of the people. Whoa. We were all sharing food. Oh my, well that's, yeah, you know, I know, but. Right? I know. So he okay. takes a bite and he's like, yeah, no, it's fine. And I'm like, no. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. So Brad, so Brad comes out of the out of the corn thing with two yeah. smoking hot, Gotta awesomely hot. butter dipped corn Gotta things. Gotta have it hot. And I give him. I'm like, and so we're talking to him, and then he's kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, no, you have to bite this corn. Right. So he takes a bite, and he literally stops cold, and is like, oh, <laughs> that's that's what you're talking about. Wait a minute. I'm like, yes. He literally says, I didn't trust you. I didn't believe you. <laughs> I hope they got that on camera where I was like, you thought I was lying. And he's like, I didn't trust you. Yeah. And no. then he basically was so overwhelmed with this wonderful sweet corn that it was, it was true. Yeah, and and it was a moment that was honest. And I think yeah. that was beautiful. And if you hadn't taken him there, like the first person that he talked to after he left the fair that was familiar with the fair would have said, hey, did you try the corn? Right. And then he would have been angry. Yeah. Because he hadn't tried the corn. Yeah, not, not angry, because he never gets angry. No. That's not Harry. No. But uh, but there we go, you guys. That was a little adventure. So again, it's going to be airing on NBC Today Show and Sunday morning, I think either next week or the week after. I'm, you know, they haven't given us a firm date, but I'm assuming it's going to be soon, because why? Why would you wait? And and you have to watch it to know how he comes down on the Pronto Pub yeah. Corn Dog. And there's a couple more spots we hit that I didn't tell you about because it's about a tease. All there right. you go. We're going to take a quick break, you guys. When we come back, we are going to, I don't know what we're going to talk about, more food, I guess. Something. Something like that. We're going to talk also a little bit about some back-to-school stuff, eating. Does You're going to have to learn how oh, to yeah. change your ways. Because this will all end eventually. <laughs> oh, this will all days. end. The Brigadoon goes away. <laughs> we'll be right back. This is a Weekly Dish. We're brought to you by Red Cow and Red Rabbit. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for tuning in to My Talk 1071 this Saturday morning. Woohoo! We are alive for the last Saturday of the State Fair. We're here for just a quick hour and then Harmony and uh, Allie are popping on for Shop Girls. There they are. And then I think Jason Alexis might be back this afternoon. I'm not sure who's here this afternoon. But basically, it's just a total, you know, party of State Fair fun on this Saturday. And this is a great area. I don't know, you guys, this is, we've got great chairs set up. The lactation station is here for moms. It is nice. It is really a really and we've got a little table it's kind of a great day and it's really burning off so that we're going to get some sunshine yeah and uh the clouds are peaking great place to hang out when you're like tired you've walked and you're tired you need to want to sit and enjoy a moment of entertainment yeah this is the best place to do it or lactation i like to call those two things should happen yeah i like to call it cop and a squat like cop a squat here grab your corn dog head on over um, you know, what are the things you're going to do today before you leave? I, you know, maybe uh, try that sweet corn dog. You are going to maybe do that? I might. Are yeah. you going over there right after this? Maybe I'll play. Yeah, maybe we should go together. I don't know. And I don't know. I am I am open to, I felt like I did the healthy uh, state fair version last Saturday with yeah. the grilled peaches and the BLT and the you know, non-fried food. Yeah. But um, today, maybe a couple of fried things before I skedaddle. You know, the funny thing is, so, and we, just we were talking about, uh, you know, bringing new people to the fair and introducing them to things. We were, I had a friend who was also here new last week sometime, and we were standing by the pickle, you know, the pickle on a stick, which, you know, the preferred pickle makes a ton of money. <laughs> they are very popular. They do great deals. Obviously, the fried pickles, I think, is what we're all like, hey, I'm here for the fried pickles uh, fried anything fried everything but yeah. that pickle on a stick is not i mean they'd sell a ton of that too right and she was looking at me i got one and i was just chewing on my pickle and she's kind of said 
you know, what, why? Why is this here and why is this such a deal? And I said, or why is this so popular? Right. And I looked at it and I'm like, you know what? Yes, it's just a big cucumber on a stick, but it's also gluten-free. It's vegan. It's vegetarian. It's low fat. It's like all those things that like, if you're trying, if there's a person trying to, you know, eat a little bit better or even just like responsibly for like five seconds at the fair that's a moment there is something on a stick that you can eat and it's also kind of special because it's salty and briny yeah you know no no. it's not just a cucumber and frankly where else are you going to walk around with a pickle on a stick and and have it be okay and then you can say can i bite your pickle and that's a thing that happens and everyone laughs (laughs) you know last saturday it's a happy maker (laughs) i can't remember what we were eating it might have been that pork chop actually and somebody walked up to me and said can i have a bite of that Oh, I know. Uh, that happens. No, They're like, oh, where did, they go, where did you get that? And then, can I have a can bite? Can I have a bite? No. No, you can't. I'm not that I'm not that. I good. do feel bad, I'm, though. I'm no Harry Smith. I but can't do, do you, that. I do ever feel bad. Like, we were eating the, uh, a couple of friends were trying the rainbow cloud roll, the ice cream thing. Oh, yeah. And that is, I mean, oddly delicious. It's oddly delicious. It's not wow. as sweet as you think. And it has the, all the right textural notes. I think that's, I've come to decide that that's it. It's about okay. a texture thing that's pleasing as well all right um but we couldn't finish it by any means no a and bite. so i like i was looking at all these kids and like you want this you know i'm like hey do you guys want this because i have such an aversion to throwing to food waste that i felt yeah. like i needed to share it but of course anybody take it yes a mom was like i looked at her and i'm like i feel real weird about this but will you do you want this for your kid and she's like because it's you i will yeah oh, exactly <laughs> like i'm not some random anybody else stranger. Have been creepy but for you it works. because she could find me if i did poison her kid basically <laughs> yeah. she knew that i was available to be yelled at there you go so i was like no that's i swear to god i just can't finish this and she's like yeah no it's good yeah and yeah. then there was the sadness of the kid who was eating his 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 roll and like the ice cream is in the middle of it and oh, he just no. took a couple bites here the shop girl's walking by everybody there they are yeah hello uh and as he's taking this his bite it kind of unrolls and then his ice cream just goes oh. plop oh man and i was just like for him i was like no, no. were there tears there were tears oh gosh i've seen tears. that happen many times i know um, you know you various say, ice cream. well you can go to izzy's you know the izzy scoop shop which is right in front of hamlin dining hall and you can triple stack your cone there which is not recommended. No, I think that's just trouble. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing you might want to do because those flavors are so good. But I'm just saying that is a that is fraught with danger. Yeah. I will also tell you I've been on malt delivery to the child in the produce exchange booth who's working, and uh, yes. the problem is I am not gonna I'm not gonna hit those dairy barn lines. Yeah. I'm just not gonna make no. them. And so instead, like a what total. What about the Kiwanis? <laughs> this is what I do. I go to Kiwanis, which is up here. Yep. And I get a five dollar shake. Yep. Malt. And I run it to the produce exchange yeah. by the food building. Yeah. Or I go down to the Moo Bar and I run it up. I did get one of those last Saturday too, and they are so good. And yeah, the line was not. It was. It was easy. Let me just say, we have a lot of. There's been a lot of controversy about this. The Dairy Barn line to me is a little bit too much. Yeah. For yeah. a wonderful thing, if you're going to go for the specialty, which is the the campfire, I think. Sunday right. with the Golden Grams. Right. That is amazing. And yes, you should do that. But if you're just going for a shank, I'm saying you yeah. got either go to the malt on the Kiwanis or you go down quick. to the Moo Bar. You, there's a no line. So the Dairy Barn, though, is that the one that's inside? And So there's the Dairy Building. That's okay. what we're talking about with the Butterheads. That's over that's, there. Okay, so and then the the Cattle Barn, uh, okay. where they do the milking demonstrations, has the Gopher Dairy Bar. And that's where you get the... And you can get a twist, guys. I got them to give me a twist shake the other day. <laughs> Gee, that is daring. That is right amazing. There. I may have to go and see those Butterheads, though. Did you read the New York Times article? The 
the the girl. The... You obviously didn't listen to our show. Last oh, week. sorry. That's okay. <laughs> no, I. I was here. I was experiencing the fan. You were. You were. No, I had. I did not. I did not enjoy the New York Times article. No. Did you? No, I I read it and you know I was uh, neutralish, but well, I can see where you would not be. I mean, I get it. There was. You know what? It was kind of. I was surprised that the Star Tribune tweeted it out by saying like, "Hey, they they loved us." I was like, "Where did you find the love in that?" <laughs> I found zero love. I found nothing but a little bit of veiled condescension yeah, there was about that. our gushing of butterheads. I mean, yes, I gush. That's fine. There was that. But there's this whole thing of like, you know, I don't know. It was a very objective view, but it also didn't... There was zero magic to it, and there was zero attempt yeah. to find yeah. any magic, I Yeah, thought. no, I actually agree with that. And I, she could have... I, I, I didn't think it was insulting so much, right. but I did think that she'd missed the beauty of everything. She wasn't either wasn't looking for it or just had no clue how to approach it or whatever but um she could have well, it, it could have like, been, been so much better it sounded like yeah. she was talking about what she wanted like that she'd heard from people and then she said she didn't really follow their lead and right. didn't have a guy right, right. and i will say yesterday with harry smith the one thing he was saying was like thank god we had you he's like yeah. i would not have known where to start i would not have known where to pull from because there's so much and I was like well and that's where I thought that that was the hard part is that you have to kind of you kind of have to know a little bit more especially but if you're going to write about it it's like plopping someone from you know Mankato down into the middle of Times Square and saying hey write an article about it and they're like well you know, it's really bright, and there's some, sh- you know, there's some it's shops. Crowded, there's lots and of people there's a lot here, of lights, yeah. and that's all that they wrote, and they wrote right. that up. Like that's, right. I think that was what it yeah. felt like. No, I'm sure. I think that that's probably true, and every person like that, especially from the New York Times. I mean, where was their fixer? They should have had a fixer. They I'm should, saying, you know, they should have called because you were Harry Smith's fixer. I was, and it was like the wolf, <laughs> Mr. Wolf. That's right. I know. Um, you know, we didn't talk at all about back to school stuff and I'm, I'm just saying like if we're eating all this stuff out here and you kind of feel like how do you adjust I, yeah. I literally talked to Jake today and I was like you know the kid in the produce exchange <laughs> peach boy and I was like we should have a salad tonight <laughs> yeah. we should go home and have a salad we should stop at Crispin Green on the way home yes except for so I'm doing a piece uh, towards the end of September for the Star Tribune on kind of back to school back not so much about um, school but it's a part of it in fall and yeah. getting your act together again and food wise and but there's an element to the back to school part like the first week of school from when my kids were school age i felt like that was when i was the best mother in the whole year yes like i had after school snacks and none of them were healthy like you come on home and i've wrapped a snickers bar and crescent dough and (laughs) baked it or whatever i did because i just want you to be happy about school about the whole thing and i'm and so you know there's that element of back to school yeah but then then all the stuff starts right all the school activities all the sports activities and you gotta have your act together because everything there's just a lot of stuff other otherwise it's just every night at mcdonald's drive-thru yeah. on the way home i know so you gotta and think about it you gotta do some things you gotta have some things in your repertoire that are quick you gotta have some things in your pantry you can reach for you gotta have some make ahead stuff maybe in the freezer i do know? think that i think your game has to change you have to make that attempt yeah. to sort of uh, to pregame, really, yeah. is to really start thinking. And that's probably the hardest thing to come from summer where, I mean, basically, Jake and I don't eat dinner until, like, 9 o'clock. Because it's like we're both outside and we're both doing stuff. Right. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, I'll put some stuff on the grill. And there we go. That's not going to happen because he's going to go to bed at 10. You know? That's right. That's right. So it's like I kind of got to figure that out. And no. I got to rejigger that whole thing. It's got to be it's got to be 
quick, easy, and delicious. Yeah. And so that's the. So that's, that's your the, goal, and that's, that's what my you, goal. Yeah, to create this thing. That's my goal. So, you're, so. that's going to be out in the Star Tribune. Yeah, uh, and yeah, towards the end of September. Okay, we're going to look for it. Yep. All right, you guys, we're going to take a quick break again. I just want to thank uh, the Walk to End Alzheimer's today for bringing you the State Fair broadcast live, and uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to All the right. Weekly Dish on My Talk 107.1. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for hanging out with us. We're, we're broadcasting live from the State Fair. It's the last Saturday, yo. That just one. means you've got one last chance yeah. to come out and help break the record. We're trying to go for over 260,000 people here today, gang. Everyone needs to do their part. <sighs> Show up. Come in for 10 minutes. No, don't do that. Come in for a couple hours. <laughs> yeah, you want to be at least a couple hours. I think there's a sweet spot. Quite honestly, I think there's like a little moment between like the teenage onslaught that happens at sunset yes. and like the people leaving around 5. I think yeah. 6 p.m., 7 p.m., that's your sweet spot. Do you think so? I do. See, I usually come like at 10 in the morning. Yeah. And then I usually want to leave like at 1 in the afternoon. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I can get it all done. It gets a little sweaty sometimes, too. And then sweaty. that's, you know, you're getting a little schwitzy and you kind of, yeah. you're over. You're Done. You can see the people who are crispy. That's kind of fun when you're walking around and the guy is like just pushing the stroller and he's just like exhausted, totally defeated. <laughs> My favorite is the kids with the food comas, honestly, with like the fully chocolate smeared face, right? And like the mini, like the mini donut thing where their bag is like kind of falling and tucked underneath and they don't their even body want anymore. No. They're like done. Yeah, they're finished. I love that. Push your kid to the end. Let's do it. It is a good thing. I know. I love it. Hey, just a quick couple of bits about stuff that's happening outside of the fair, just so you know. There is stuff There is a happening. world. I know. Because the, the state sort of stops. I know. It does. <laughs> it does. I have reports from different restaurants that are like, can you just stop? Yeah. Can you just stop talking? Because, like, basically, you know, I was like, you guys should just take the whole time off and come to the fair. Yeah. I mean, this is the this is your chance. It's real fun. You're not, no one's going to be there anyway. No, I don't. So, uh, Rose Street Patisserie in St. Paul, the one in the one that just is oh, on Snelling that okay. has been talking about opening. Yeah. They just opened today. Nice. So if you're not oh, at the good. fair, but you're running around and you're looking for something, something a little more high quality. Well, <laughs> and that is some fancy business. That is some great pastry. The John Krause and Elizabeth Rose, the owners, are they do uh, it right. You know, Patisserie 46 and Rose Street Patisserie, they have opened in St. Paul. Yeah, I love the Linden Hills one. I can't wait to try this. Yeah, I one. think it's going to be great. Um, something else is lacrosse. Let's talk about lacrosse. Have you been to lacrosse lately? No. Have any of you guys been to lacrosse lately? Do you guys love it? You gotta go. Apparently, it's the hot, hot new Wisconsin food destination. Really? What's well, happening there? So, what has just opened is Lacrosse Distilling Company. Okay. And so, a new distillery has opened up. And love it. that is the first distillery in Lacrosse, and they've got a tasting room and they have a kitchen. And the person who is manning their kitchen is Jorge Guzman. No. Yes. And so he was really? our yep. He was a local chef. Remember, he he won. Is he, he actually in the kitchen? Yeah, he's he's hired. He's their executive chef. So not just a consultant. Nope. He's the deal. He oh has my been hired. Gosh. He has well, moved to Lacrosse. We all need to go there and try that. Right. He is extraordinary. Well, so he was the guy who ran uh, Surly Brewers yes, Table. Yes. And the earned, fancy place. Yeah, and got, he earned a James Beard yep, nomination. James Beard nomination and lots of national media yes, over that. Tons. Yeah. And yet, at the same time, while he was doing that kind of kind of cutting avant-garde cooking he really was always sort of really wanting to go back to his yucatan roots and so what he has done actually is put up a brief menu i think it's in the beginning stages of the place okay and they have some tacos and some enchiladas and some oh. carnitas and some carne asada which sounds good right now i'm so excited i, I feel like that's the zeitgeist right now mexican and 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 um 
and South American yes. food is everywhere there here is a, in town. And there is a moment. There is. Do you feel like have you do you have you been to the Popo Ba? I have not, but I am going to go. I'm going to try out a lot of these places. I'm excited about the. Uh, is it Ann Kim opening the yes. one at, in the Lucia's location? Yep. And I mean, I'm from San Diego. That's where I'm from originally. So I grew up with good Mexican food, and I'm excited that what it's makes happening good here. Mexican food for you? Well, like when you say that, like where's like? Do we have anybody that kind of hits the standard right now for you? It, so it almost they almost uh, leapfrogged over my definition of good Mexican food because I grew up in San Diego with things like crispy shredded beef tacos yeah with you know that are with you know the the tortillas the the shells that are fried right there you put the shredded beef in the corn tortilla and fry the whole thing together and the beans that are just right they've got all that great kind of porky flavor yeah. but no overspiced cumin cumin business you know that it's a, it's a particular thing in San Diego and all of the stuff that's opened has is like almost too authentic for me. Oh right, but um, but I mean, I still love it though. I yeah. really love it. But nobody is doing the kind of Mexican food I grew up with, right? Probably because it's not necessarily authentically Mexican, right? But um, That's I still hard. love it. When well, I go back to San Diego, I gotta have it. Well, you know, I was talking to uh, Melissa who runs El Burrito Mercado, and she runs El Burrito. They just opened in um, South Minneapolis. They took right. over the Pepito spot, and she was talking about how you know Mexican food really there is such a difference between I mean tacos vary by house you know what oh, I mean like do. you're and it's they the same do. thing that regional cuisine not only are there the great regions like right. Oaxacan and you know Jalisco and all of that Absolutely. there's different food in all of those regions but then you know just like anywhere like you're it's house to house and so her she what she says is we're not going for anything you know crazy elevated or super above and and chefy and, and innovative right. she goes I'm cooking from my mom's recipes the, and she doesn't have to because it's no. terrific because her mom was a great cook lucky oh. for her all the border states, all the border states um, have their own have their own take on Mexican food. Yeah, and so it's even true not in Mexico. You know, it's like every area is different. Yep, Tex-Mex is completely different than Cal-Mex and and New Mexican and Arizona. They all have their own takes on it, and so what happened to Tex-Mex? You remember in the 80s, Tex-Mex was like huge, and we all thought Tex-Mex was going to be the it thing. Yeah. And then we were, that's when I think we were all walking around with quesadillas, like yeah. all over the place. Well, Which, by the way, I still do love a good quesadilla, and at Quesadilla Junction up here, 10 bucks, sincerely great quesadilla. Okay. Yeah. No, 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 no. What uh, happened to Tex-Mex? You tell me. I, I don't know. I mean, I actually <laughs> lived in, so I'm from California, San Diego, and lived in uh, Texas for a few years and thought I was so excited to get back to a state that was a border state that I could get good Mexican food. And I didn't like it at all because it wasn't what I grew up with. Right. It's not that it's bad. It's just different. And so, I don't know. It's a different, you know, Tex-Mex, I think it's it's not necessarily the best um, vehicle for people to experience those flavors, in yeah. my opinion, but, but that's just me. Well, I'm just wondering, like, so... Because it's a lot chef of season. It's too heavy in the... I, I find Tex-Mex to be um, too aggressively... Do you? Uh, not not spicy, but, like, there's too much of the cumin and everything. Over-seasoned in, over in other ways? Over-seasoned in other ways, in, in ways that maybe aren't pleasant. Huh. They miss the nuance a little bit. But that's just my... Right. 
you know. Well, preference. Danny Del Prado, who owns Martina and is the chef there, oh. you know, he's opening a place so in good. kind of 54th and yeah. Penn area called Colita. And that he is, it's a barbecue place, but it's also a little bit of a Tex-Mex flair to it. Yeah. He kind of wants to bring that feeling. I'm sure he'll do it well. Don't you think? I'm, oh, But I'm super well. interested to see what that means to him. Uh, me too. Me too. I know. Well, it's exciting. Well, before we go, I want to get your, like, okay. your takeaways on the state fair because this is a long time. I mean, these days are long for Stephanie. She approaches the state fair in a million different ways and really covers it from head to toe. Well, but I, and I've been saying this, you know, on the podcast, which you can still catch podcast on a stick, you guys at podcast one or anywhere you're listening to our podcast. Um, you can definitely check out. We still have a couple more days of podcasts to go. But what I will say is that there is something that I've learned from being here every single day so far is just the discovery of how much there is out here and how everybody really has their own state fair, right? We all experience it differently. Sure. We all want what we want. When I took the pack of teens around, they did not want to go see the largest vegetables, which I was so surprised. I was like, but this pumpkin weighs a metric ton. <laughs> and they're like, meh. And I was so shocked by that. But yet, then they had their own things. They had to go to the grandstand and look at gadgets. And right. they were interested in buying a sham wow and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> okay. But at the same time, then, you know, I was down by the... I was talking to the kids at the llama barn, you know. And they were just... They were The funny thing is we were just talking about their llamas. And then they're like, so where should we eat? We don't get to eat state fair food as much. And I was like, <gasps> what? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, they I maybe have like one thing a day. And I was like, oh, my God. And, what, and it needs to be close. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, the idea of like learning all these kind of things and, yeah. and also of the fact of we are and I've called it before and I'm going to say it again it is it is Minnesota's Brigadoon you know we are here for 12 days it pops up this place is silent for the rest of the year and then it pops up for 12 days and we two million people show up and we do all the things together and even if you are someone who loves things up in the north or the south or whatever political party you want you're doing it together and i Indeed. love that wow there State it goes fair. gotta love it all right guys well thanks for joining us thanks meredith for coming thank out today me. thank you guys for all being in the audience today this has been the weekly dish and the shop girls will be taking our seats momentarily